I finally fixed my mic. Life is good. We can start recording stuff again. Welcome back, everybody, to the Center of College Football. I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording, as always, from the Center of College Football, Lincoln, Nebraska. And today, I want to talk about the most fun conference in America, the Mid-American Conference, Midweek Maction, just all around my favorite conference. Not actually. It's just fun to watch. It's nice to have football on Tuesday nights. It just, it brings me joy. Let's go ahead and jump right in. Uh, I will admit, there wasn't a lot to work from as the MAC was one of the four conferences that decided late to start their season. And they only had, I think they were only given a six-game schedule each. And some of them didn't even get that. I think Miami of Ohio only got three games in their season. So there wasn't a ton to work with, but I'm going to go with what I was given and we'll jump right in to my way too early predictions and start in the MAC East. And in last place, I have Bowling Green. Bowling Green is pretty much a no-brainer for me. They're kind of a joke at this point. Um, They're third to last in recruiting in the MAC. They're 10th. And just uh, this team, I think, is on the longest losing streak in the nation. They haven't won a game since November 2nd, 2019 against Akron, who was winless. They haven't won a quality game, really, since Toledo, who they... Just, I don't know how they beat them two years ago. That was a crazy game. I mean, even the longest losing streak in the country was snapped against them last year when Akron finished their, I don't even know, like 15, 16, 17 game losing streak to them. And it wasn't like a close game. They lost by 28. Bowling Green is just all around a bad program, a bad team. And looking at their schedule, I could see them going completely winless. I'm giving them one win. Um, I mean, their non-conference schedule isn't exactly nice to them. They got Minnesota and Tennessee, who, especially Tennessee, they're not the greatest Power 5 teams, but they're both on the road in their Power 5 teams. They got South Alabama, who's definitely on the come, especially with Jake Bentley coming in. They got Murray State, which I'm going to mark down as a win, but this was a team because I watched a lot of Ohio Valley football during the spring just because there wasn't anything to do murray state wasn't bad they got really close to making the playoffs only lost two games to austin p and jacksonville state but yeah this is not a good schedule for them they do get a pretty easy draw out of the west they get northern illinois and eastern michigan who are arguably the worst two teams it's up for debate but bowling green is just such a trash team and a trash program i see them winning a game Coming in second to last place is a team that's not much better. I have Akron. Akron, yeah, Akron's not much better than Bowling Green. The only thing they really got going for them is a much easier schedule. They have Auburn and Ohio State, but they're going to have some tough games. But they have Temple and Bryant out of the non-conference as well. Temple is a trash team. Um, I don't know what happened to them. I, I really couldn't tell you. And Brian is an FCS team. Looking at the schedule, I give them three wins. Um, their draw from the West is pretty bad. Ball State and Western Michigan. And, I mean, this team wasn't good by any terms last year. They were 1-5, and five, and their only win came against Bowling Green. And, you know, in their last 18 games, they are 1-17. and 17. They went completely winless in 2019, and they had a losing streak. Um, that was, I think, like, hold on, so five-game five, five losing streak to end up 2018, 12-game losing streak in 2019, so that's 17 games there, and then four more, yeah, 21-game losing streak. 
that's that's really bad guys that's really bad um so in yeah they this team um in the history of their entire program have been good for a total of three hours when they decided to randomly beat northwestern in 2019 this is not a good team up from here the rest of the mac east i don't think is going to be great but they're all going to be very very close so coming in fourth place i think it's going to be ohio frank solich is a good coach they didn't get many games in last year they had three games akron bowling green and central michigan but they were pretty solid in 2019 they were seven and six they won their bowl game this is a team that's you know never a horrible horrible team but they're always middle of the pack you know, their their schedule isn't amazing, but it's not horrible. Their draw from the West includes Eastern Michigan and Central Michigan. One team that's probably going to be pretty bad, one team that's going to be pretty good. They have Syracuse. It's Syracuse. I honestly, I think that's going to be a win. Duquesne, who wasn't a bad FCS team. I really hope I'm pronouncing that name right. I'm so sorry. Louisiana and Northwestern on the road are going to be tough, though. Looking at this entire schedule, I have about six wins. They got some... So they got some of their harder games at home. Kent State, Miami, and Central Michigan are probably their hardest conference games. And Toledo, which they're all going to have at home, which is going to be really nice for them. I see them stringing together about six wins, maybe get into a bowl game. Coming in third place is Buffalo. Buffalo, I think, is going to take a major step back this year. They lose their head coach to Kansas. And honestly, I made these picks before I really understood the the gravity of Lance Leopold leaving as six Buffalo players have transferred to Kansas. Jarrett Patterson is gone. At the time of this, I marked down about seven wins for this team, but I'm not sure if I still hold true to that. I'm probably going to change it in my official predictions. Their schedule is meh. They got Coastal Carolina and Nebraska in the non-conference. They have Western Michigan and NIU and Ball State. Not, you know, amazing for a draw from the Western Division, but not great. I mean, we'll have to see. Again, I had them at seven wins. I'm going to have to go back. This is a team whose official prediction is going to change quite a bit. Coming in second place is Miami of Ohio. Miami is another team that's always pretty solid. They actually, despite not getting many games in last year, were pretty good. They were 2-1, and one, lost to Buffalo, but... They did beat Ball State and were the only team to do so. They won the conference two years ago at 8-6, and six, which was kind of a surprise. I mean, they were good, but I didn't expect them to be that good. And, I mean, Miami's just always... The past few years, they've been really, really solid. And, you know, their returning production isn't amazing, 97 in the nation. But... The recruiting class um, for the Mac is pretty good. They're third behind Toledo and Central Michigan. So I think they string together about seven wins this year. I I just, I think they're going to be solid. Um, their non-conference is pretty brutal. They got Cincinnati, Minnesota, and Army. But again, I think it's kind of a string together a few games kind of thing. And coming in first place is Kent State. Look, there's no reason for this. I'm not going to act like Kent State is way beyond and way better than every team in this division honestly if i get any division wrong i would bet money on this one because it's a close margin between kent state miami and ohio and i think if kent state does win it's gonna kind of be like oh we made it 
kind of that kind of thing because their recruiting class isn't great. Their returning production is the worst in the conference, and there's literally no reason for them to win the division. It's just I kind of, again, I don't go game by game really um, on episodes for my way too early predictions, but I do it beforehand kind of to give me an idea. And just looking through their games, it just kind of spat out like, oh, they're going to be in first place. Um, You know, they got NIU, Central Michigan, and Western Michigan, which mediocre draw. I think Western Michigan is going to be worse at the beginning of the season. Their non-conference is brutal. They got Texas A&M, Iowa, and Maryland. But, I mean, they have, I just, I think they kind of, their schedule lines up nicely. Miami and Buffalo are both at home. Ohio comes before a bye week. Central Michigan is going to be on the road. That's going to be tough. Same with Western Michigan. But their division games are all in pretty good spots. And I think they kind of just end up like winning their division. Just they, they just kind of end up there, you know. Moving over to the MAC West. Coming in at last place, in my opinion, is Northern Illinois. I don't know what happened to this team. I mean, this team was at the top of the group of five for a really like a really long time. I mean, they, you know, a few years ago went in and curb stomped Nebraska. They won the Mac in 2018 in a crazy upset against Buffalo. And then in 2019, they started to fall apart. They were five and seven and just couldn't win a good game to save their life. Um, and last year they were just, I mean, I mean, horrible. Oh, and six didn't win a game and only really had one, two close games. Um, and just, I mean, the recruiting class is pretty solid. I will admit it's, I think, fourth in the MAC. Yeah, they're sitting at number four. But I just, their schedule's pretty bad. It's, they get Bowling Green, which is nice. But they got Kent State. They got Buffalo on the road. Kent State's also on the road. Ball State's always a good team. Central Michigan on the road. Michigan on the road. Georgia Tech on the road. And just, I just, I don't see them winning that many games. Wyoming, I think, is going to be solid. I see them getting two wins in here. I mean, just I think every team in their schedule is better than them. And, you know, maybe they win a couple more games. I think Eastern Michigan's winnable. Wyoming might be winnable. But the, I think the absolute ceiling for this team is like 5-7. And, and I just, unless something crazy happens, I don't see NIU being that good. Moving into fifth place is Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan was not, again, not very good last year, but they kind of just had me scratching my head. Um, they started out 0-4 and had a home matchup, or sorry, a road matchup, went up um, to play Western Michigan, who was undefeated at the time, and beat them. I, I don't know how. And then they beat NIU, but, you know, this team, I don't. This team really hasn't been the same since Mike Glass, their quarterback, left, and he punched a referee in the face during the Quick Lane Bowl. That God, I watched that live. That was so funny. Um, no, but they had a really good season back in 2019. They played Pitt down to the wire in one of the best bowl games I've seen in my entire life, which was so weird considering like this. Look, okay, tangent. 2019, Pitt got lined up against um, Ohio. Eastern Michigan in the Quick Lane Bowl. Pitt was a seven and five team in a Power Five conference, and Ohio was a six and six team in the MAC. And everyone thought this was just going to be just a blowout, and it ended up being one of the best games I've seen in my entire life. Ended crazy. Mike Glass, their quarterback, punched a referee in the face. But they haven't really been that good since then. Um, and 
I don't see it being much different. Their their non-conference schedule is pretty good. I'll give you that. St. Francis, UMass, Texas State. Bowling Green's on there, NIU's on there. But just some of these other games, uh, Western Michigan near the end of the season. Western Michigan's going to remember what happened last year. Central Michigan on the road, Toledo on the road. I see them getting four wins in here, maybe. Um, this is a team that I just don't think is going to be all that great. Coming in third place, um, just please, I'm just going to say it here, throw this prediction out the window. I'm going to be wrong. It's Western Michigan. I think Western Michigan's going to be 5-7. and seven. This team aggravated me so much last year. I initially picked them to start out or go this season 2-4. and four. They went 4-2. and two. I picked them to lose, and as the season went on, I think I picked two games out of their entire schedule correctly. The first three games, I picked them to lose week by week, and they won all of them. And then they won NIU, which I saw coming. I'm like, okay, cool, they're 4-0. I think they're going to beat a defeated Eastern Michigan team. Nope, that didn't happen. Then they lost to Ball State, the craziest ending I've seen in my entire life. Just, I can't get this team right to save my life. But I see them going about 5-7. and seven. Their first eight games are brutal i mean just just listen to this on the road at michigan illinois state at pitt san jose state at buffalo ball state kent state at toledo i think four they have a four game stretch from san jose state to kent state where each of those teams only lost one game last year and two of those four teams actually scratch that yeah, three of those four teams all lost to each other. Kent State lost to Buffalo, and Buffalo and San Jose State lost to Ball State. This is insane. Um, but they have a bye week before their last four games against Central Michigan, Akron, Eastern Michigan, and NIU. I think they finish the year strong and get to 5-7. and seven. This is going to be a team that's much, much better than their record shows. This is where we kind of get into the actual contenders for this conference. Third place is Toledo. Toledo has always been top of the pack in the MAC. That rhymed. I feel amazing for doing that. They were four and two last year, only lost to Western Michigan on a crazy fake spike, and then Ball State, the eventual conference champion. 2019, they were six and six and were the only bowl eligible team that did not get to go bowling. Kind of sucked for them, but they have, I think, the top recruiting class in the Mid American Conference. Um, they're just. They're returning production. They're sitting out. Where are they on this? Uh, 96, middle of the pack for the MAC, but you know, pretty low in the country. Non-conference is actually pretty easy. UMass, Colorado State, and Norfolk State. They have Notre Dame too, but you know, you win some, you lose some. They're, I mean, their schedule's nice for them. Um, Bowling Green, Ohio, um, out of the East, and Akron. Two of the three were actually, as this says, the three worst teams. Western Michigan at home, which will be nice. Um, they do have Central Michigan and Ball State on the road, which is going to be hard. But I could see this team going undefeated at home, considering their three hardest games are all road games. I see this team going about 9-3. and three. This is going to be a really good team. Coming in second place, you're going to scratch your head with this record. But since I do do game-by-game game predictions before this, you'll understand why, and I'm going to kind of spoil it. Ball State. I think Ball State loses a singular game. Ball State's going to be crazy. Um, this team kind of came out of nowhere last year. I expected them to be good, but not what they were. They lost their first game 
to Miami and then just kind of blew the conference wide open. They started out 2-1, and one, but their wins were against Eastern Michigan and NIU. It looked like it was a three-team race between Toledo, Central Michigan, and Western Michigan. Okay, they go to Glass Bowl. They beat Toledo, cool. They beat Central Michigan. Then they have a de facto divisional championship against Western Michigan, and they win it off of a crazy play. That was insane. Cool. They're 5-1. and one. They play an undefeated Buffalo with an absolute god at running back. They beat them by two scores. Okay, um, they're 6-1. and one. Cool. They play an undefeated San Jose State and knock them into oblivion. This was one heck of a team. And when I say they lose one game, I'm just going to spoil it now. It's not going to be Penn State. They're going to upset Penn State. I have them losing one game to kind of a segue into my number one team, Central Michigan. Central Michigan was amazing last year. They were way better than their record showed. They were 3-3, three and three, but those three losses came to Western Michigan, Ball State, and Toledo. And two of those games were by one score. This team is fixing to be amazing. Um, in 2019, they won their division and barely, barely missed out on winning their conference. And all the teams they lost to were good. Buffalo, Western Michigan, Miami, Florida, Wisconsin, Miami of Ohio, San Diego State. They're number one in their conference in returning production at 17. They are number two in their conference in recruiting. Their schedule is lined up nicely. They have a hard non-conference schedule because they play LSU and Missouri, both probably going to be top 25 teams. And, you know, their their Western or their Eastern draws, it's, it's, it's tough. They got Ohio, Miami, and Kent State. But... Again, I think they kind of put together enough wins. They have some hard games on the road, I will admit that. Miami, Ohio, Western Michigan, and Ball State are all going to be road games. But I think they string together enough wins to win the division. So that brings us to the conference championship. West or Central Michigan versus Kent State. This is a no-brainer for me. Kent State is just going to be here kind of on accident. And I see Central Michigan winning this pretty easily. And... Yeah, um, it's crazy because this team was 1-11. God, I think 2017, that's what it was, 2018? They had a hell of a turnaround. Um, but yeah, so that is my last way too early prediction. I decided I'm not going to do a way too early bowl game prediction just because it's going to take a lot of time. And bowl games are already tough enough to predict. But just to give you a bit of a plan, so I'm recording this tour Sunday, the 6th of June. I think it should drop on Friday. Uh, I'm going to be out of town for about two weeks. I'm leaving on Friday, so I'm going to pre-record my official predictions for both the SEC and the ACC this week and drop those, uh, or I'm going to set them up to release. So that'll be, I think, the 17th and the 24th, if my math's right. So whatever Fridays are after this one. So if there's some discrepancies, if some changing in recruiting happens between the time of my recording and the release, you'll understand why. Just because I'm going to be out of town, I'm not going to have my equipment, but I'd like you guys to slow episodes. And I put up a poll on my story, asked if you wanted me to drop the episodes all at once or kind of staggered. And it seems like I'm getting an overwhelming stagger release. So yeah, um, those are my predictions for the Mac. Um, I think I'm going to re release my official predictions in the same order I dropped my way too early. So yeah, uh, with that, I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording as always from the Center of College Football, signing out.